You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. The following story came to us from our friends in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're interested in Pittsburgh True Story parties, get in touch with us on Facebook or Twitter, and we can link you up with the right people. There's actually a party coming up this Thursday, September 26th, if you're interested. Okay, here's the story. So I was not particularly popular in elementary school, which I'm guessing those of you who chose to come to a bookstore as adults and listen to other people tell stories can, can relate to. <laughs> my inability to catch a, a ball, coupled with my propensity to cry, just didn't make me popular. And that was the situation leading up to my school's um, week-long camping trip they called Outdoor Education, or Outdoor Ed for short. This is when the entire fifth grade class would go away for a week to this camp in the, uh, in the hills of Malibu. I grew up out in California, and you'd you know, learn about camping, and you'd talk to park rangers, and, and make lanyards, and I don't know what else you do. This is living in a cabin with other children. And so I was not looking forward to this. I was, I was actually kind of dreading it, and it didn't help when on the first morning at camp, I realized that I had wet my sleeping bag. You guys might relate, or maybe not. Maybe I've, maybe I'm alone on this one. Um, I wake up. Well, let me back up a little bit. In my defense, uh, it's the first day of camp, and we're learning about all the stuff you can find out in nature. And then our our counselor leads us to our, our cabin, which is like a quarter of a mile up up the road from the from the where the bathrooms are. And then he tells us that the bathroom in our cabin. Broken. So if we need to go to the bathroom, we have to go back down that road and use the main bathroom. So in the middle of the night when I woke up and felt like I had to go to the bathroom, which I was old enough to realize that I need to go to the bathroom, I'm like, I'm not going to walk down that road at midnight after learning about all the crap that's out there that could eat me. So I'm just going to go to sleep and just take care of it in the morning. Now, if my school district didn't spend so much money on week-long camps in nature and invested maybe a little bit more money in teaching biology, I would have realized this was a very bad decision. <laughs> but instead, I woke up in a biology lesson of my own making, and I <laughs> first thought, maybe, maybe one of the other kids threw water on me. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm wet. But then as I kind of felt in my sleeping bag, I closer and closer, and I realized, as is often the case with bad things that happen in my life, my crotch was ground zero for this situation. <laughs> so here I, I wake up in this cabin, surrounded by kids who pick on me, and I've wet my sleeping bag. So I don't have many options. I start, first I start calculating, okay, how long can I survive in the wild before I die of hypothermia? Then I get very upset that I know what hypothermia is, but don't realize that I can't control my bladder while I'm sleeping. And then I just do what any, any kid really does in these situations. I just hope that the problem will go away. And I just act, I hop out of bed and change into dry clothes, don't say anything, and just go through the day acting like someone who did not wet his sleeping bag. I felt a lot like the man who wrote Black Like Me. I think I was like just trying to pass. And it was going swimmingly. I, was, I think I was doing really well. And we get through the whole day, back for rest hour. We we're going back to the cabin, walking up the hill. I'm like, okay, at this point, my sleep bag is it's probably dry by now. I think, I'm through, I think I'm through the worst of it. And besides, who's really going to go in my sleeping bag anyway? And as I'm thinking that thought, my best friend, in quotes, because I didn't really have any friends, my, the, 
he comes running past me saying, Alan, Alan, everyone's trying to capture me. I need to hide. And he dives directly into my sleeping bag. Head first. Little detail. And a second later, the whole cabin just comes running in behind. Everyone's just like playing this game of tag or whatever. And I just, I'm standing there waiting and looking at my lime green sleeping bag and it's not moving. I wait for another beat and he's still in there. I'm like, huh, maybe it did dry. Maybe I'm good. But then I think, you know, it still has to smell. I mean, it wasn't, it was soaking wet this morning. It still had, and I, then I realized, like, this is my best friend. The only person I consider my friend, and he's, he's covering for me. Like, this is the guy who, when, we, when he was shot a bird with his BB gun in his backyard and, and it died, and I cried. He didn't tell anybody about that. This is the guy who, like, defended me when Roy Walker wanted to beat me up at the bike racks after school. Like, this guy was looking out for me, and I thought, well, I'm going to buy him, like, a Zagnut at the canteen after this. This is awesome. Right until he comes jumping out of the sleeping bag, screaming, oh, my God, Alan peed in his sleeping bag. Now, a lot of people talk about um, how the sound of children laughing is like the sound of angels <laughs> singing. But what people forget, um, who don't spend a lot of time with children, is that up close and personal, children are mean, vindictive little people. As soon as my friend yells this, like the laughing and the pointing began, and I'm just thinking, all right, well, this is it. I might live for another 40, 50 years, but really, what's the fucking point? I'm just, this is my, end of my life is right here in this godforsaken cabin with no bathroom. And then that's when my counselor, Randy, comes rolling into the situation. Randy was like the 1970s cool, like puka shell, slick back hair. He comes into the situation, this like, like urine-themed reenactment of Lord of the Flies, and just says, and he does something that, that really changed the trajectory of my life. He says, everyone just calm down and listen. When I, was, when I was your age, I also wet my sleeping bag. Which was utter bullshit, I'm sure. But as I think Oprah made clear years ago, it was the truthiness of what he said that mattered. And because he said that, the other kids just kind of went with it and put me in this protective bubble. And I actually didn't get made fun of for the rest of outdoor ed, and I managed to survive elementary school. And I went on to become a camp counselor myself for many, many years. And now... Was I as cool as Randy as a camp counselor? I like to think so. But when I told a room full of kids, hey, listen, when I was your age, I wet my sleeping bag, it would have been a lot cooler if I was lying. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. You've been listening to True Story. Our theme music is from Daniel Steinbach's album, The Blade. To comment on this podcast or to listen to any of our previous stories, you can find us in iTunes or at truestorytime.org. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up a life that's led is something gold I've been alone I've been